What's up, Brewers listeners? We are up here in Bosquin, New Hampshire, and I'm joined, as always, by my amazing, stupendous, that's not a word, but I'm going to use it, co-hosts Erica and Sangai Ryan. Hello. I just want to start off. I don't know if that's how you pronounce the town. Well, we don't know. So when we were at Litherman's, next week's episode. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Right? Spoiler alert. We do things out of order. Yeah, we do things out of order. Um, they said Bosquin. Boss, Bosquin. Bosquin. Yeah. Which yeah. sounds Boswin. like, uh, I've been watching the Book of Boba Fett, and that sounds like a- Is that out yet? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Wow, Spoiler where have you been? Far the, I don't know, behind the time. Spoiler alert. It's awesome. Okay. Uh, By the time this episode releases, it's going to be like four or five episodes. Literally. Yeah, probably. Literally. So uh, far behind. Bosquin sounds like a bounty hunter that's out there in like Tatooine trying to- mm. It does sound like kind of a desert place, right? Boss, yeah. Bosquin. Boss one. No, I just think it sounds like a little town in New Hampshire. Oh, does it? Yeah. Well, Our little well, it, it town is. It is. New Hampshire. It's Bosco Win Town. town. <laughs> <laughs> um, so festive. And I'm very excited to do this episode today. Uh, Erica messaged us literally like three weeks ago. <laughs> and she's like, I have Maybe a less than that, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it would be fucking awesome if we could do this episode. And I was like, all right, tell us more. And I could not find much about the brewery other than there was like a... A main vest. Yeah. Um, fundraiser going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is such a good, like, great idea to do this, Erica. This Totes. is, um, cause we, we oftentimes tell the story of a already established brewery. The romantic story. Romantic side yeah. of this. Back in the day, I started yeah. this thing and now here I it am. It was cool and now everything's great. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's like what well, we talked to Allagash, right? Like when they were already established, right? right. They're very, very much so established. Yes, so they're, it's, it's hard for them to be like, <laughs> Oh yeah, 1990, whatever. But even was, like yeah. next week's episode with Litherman, like they've been established for five yeah. plus years, right? And it's easier so, for them to harken back to be like, yeah, it did suck opening a brewery, but we're going to talk to somebody. Life's who, great now. It's been five years. We're going to talk to somebody who's currently feels like it sucks a lot, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> In the, the suck of it, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and we're In here the suck with, of it? Sure. Into the suck know, of it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and we're here with Chris from Great Bre- Great Blue Brewing. Hello. Uh, is that a herring? It reference? is. Okay, we're gonna get into that. I was just curious for my own like mental. No, I just no. love birds. Birds. You I don't birder? like birds at all. Okay. Actually, I have a phobia <laughs> of birds, but like, do you? I, yeah. So my mom's scared of birds too. Yeah, I got chased when I was a ch- child by chickens. So like, wow. We're gonna talk about it. I'm and sorry. You know, lives in a house yeah, with if chickens. If you need to leave, I understand that you know. I won't take you out to the coop then. I have chickens. <laughs> I, I just I understand. I have chickens. I get it. It's just I'm afraid of them. They're dinosaurs. They, they are, though. Yeah. They're, they're chickens. Yeah. They evolved from dinosaurs. I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, so I study all the birds to stay away from them. You study blue, them? The blue herring, especially. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, so, Chris, welcome. Welcome to the Brewers Podcast. Thanks yes. for doing this. This Anyways, is when we yeah. shoot the yes. shit and nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. That's that's the conversation I like. Yeah. So. Perfect. Excellent. Perfect. Uh, You've come to the right place. So, what have you been drinking up here in Boston? Uh, a lot of beer. Yeah. Um, is, that like what you, is that what you do here? Like that <laughs> nice fish? Like- <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of really good um, options around here. Obviously, being super close to Conquer, there's Concord Craft, there's Litherman's. Yep. Uh, we're close to Canterbury Ale Works. Um, You're only an hour and 17 minutes from from Schilling too, so we, yep. we yep. calculated. A little, little, yeah, yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. closer <laughs> than... I, I was curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we got Kettlehead like 15 minutes Ooh, from yeah, here. Yeah, we yeah. got Vulgar yeah. down the road. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of a lot of really good options around here, so... Yeah. And you work next to a whole bunch of other breweries. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. breweries all around. Yeah. Love it. So many breweries. So many. So, <laughs> um, 
when we talked with Leatherman's um, for next week's episode, they were talking about this area kind of being an untapped area for breweries. So when they found out that you are opening, um, they're very excited. Very excited. They're like Bossman's like oh, loving awesome. it. Yeah. Um, what's the community of Boston like? Uh, so since day one, when I first started talking to people in town about the brewery, they've just been super excited. They've been really, really supportive. Um, the planning board, when I first started talking to them, they are like, yes, we need this. This town really, um, needs something like this. They're, they're definitely looking for more, um, businesses and, uh, more diverse, uh, group of people coming in and, um, it's just, uh, everybody's been really, really cool. There's, there's a bunch of homebrewers around here as well that I've connected with, um, other businesses. Uh, there's a coffee roaster that I've been connecting with, uh, Stonehammer coffee roaster out of Concord. Um, it, everybody's just been like, really like, yeah, this is going to be great. So it's, it's awesome. Really small town, but, um, I think there's a lot of potential here for sure. Definitely. Love it. Uh, so what made you want to open a brewery? Uh, it's a very good question. Um, so I love beer. I love craft beer. Um, that's probably good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, uh, I've, I've wanted to do something on my own for a while. Um, I got into homebrewing about five years ago. Um, brewed a, uh, Irish red, I believe it was from a kit that I got at a brewery in Salem. Um, it was the best beer in the world. To you. To At me. the time. <laughs> in retrospect, it was probably the most pe- garbage beer ever brewed. But um, for Super me, it was peaty. like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But for me, it was like just like really cool because hey, I made this beer and I'm going to drink all of it. I probably wouldn't drink any of it now at this yeah. point looking back at it. But, um, you know, I, and I just kept getting kit after kit. I'm like, I really enjoy doing this. Um, then I got into all grain brewing and I just, I was brewing like every weekend and I'm like, I, I want to do something with this. Um, I started taking courses, not like real courses, you know, I, you know, craft beer and brewing online courses and stuff like that. Um, wait, those are real courses. I mean, like I, I know <laughs> yeah, what you're yeah, saying, yeah. but yeah. like give that credit. Cause oh, it's, yeah, yeah. I learned, I learned a ton from yeah. those courses. Um, I just, not certified. What were they again? I'm sorry. They're, they're craft beer and brewing. craft beer and brewing. Um, it's, you know, craft beer and brewing magazine. Oh, okay. Um, they do, they have like little, little videos and courses and stuff that you can take if you have awesome. a subscription. Um, so I did a lot of those, um, joined a homebrew club, uh, Merrimack Valley homebrew club, uh, club. Uh, that's been awesome yeah. since day one. So you know, Everybody, Phil and all those guys. Yep. Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah. I know Phil really good guy. Yeah. Um, so those guys were awesome from day one. I, I'd reach out to them for tips. And and I think the biggest thing about the brewing is is the community feel to it. Um, a lot of other businesses, you know, it's a business. Your brewing's a business, obviously, but everybody's in it to, to help each other. So that was something that kind of drew me to wanting to, to do something on my own. Hmm. Um, yeah. What made you fall in love with beer? Uh High school, probably. You know, parties and um, obviously that stuff was uh, not the beer that I would drink now. Um, but uh, I think just like the social aspect of it, 
uh, was was a big thing for me, a big draw to it. Um, so we're having parties here in the future. Well, there'll be <laughs> nothing but parties here in the future. Right. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I like talking about beer. I like, um, you know, just hanging out with people and enjoying a good beer and, you know, it's just good stuff. Beer creates a good atmosphere. Yeah, yeah for sure. Good people and, do, you, know. do you like, I always find it interesting when I go out, a lot of times I think people talk about beer too much, right? Yeah. Um, and that can be a good and bad thing, right? Like I'm not here as like, but I think some of the best conversations happen over a beer. Um, is that what kind of gravitated you towards it? I mean, beer's delicious. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, like, yeah. like, yeah, I, I, I think that that's a huge part of it. I think, um, once I started doing, um, like the courses and things like that and starting learning a little bit more about the science behind the beer and the process and everything that really interested me. Mm. Um, just learning about water chemistry and, and different yeasts and malts and stuff was, was kind of fascinating to me. So I think that, that was a big part of it as well. Yeah. How does a conversation occur in a family dynamic to be like, I want to open a brewery and then I want to open it on the same property that I live on. <laughs> in so, our house. Yeah. So <laughs> my wife is absolutely amazing. She's been nothing but supportive since day one, since I told her that I wanted to open a brewery. Um, she's incredible with this stuff. She's been, uh, you know, pushing for me to do this. Um, actually part of the motivation to moving up here to Boscoin was finding a home that had a barn so that we could convert it into a brewery. So, um, we talk about it all the time. Uh, she, yeah, she's been really, really great about it. Yeah. So That's super awesome. supportive. Are you at all concerned about having it on your property? I mean, that seems so crazy. There's not many that I know that have done that. So <laughs> I'm not super concerned about it because we're going to be limited hours. You know, we're going to, you know, obviously we're in a neighborhood, so we don't want to like disturb the neighbors. We want to be good neighbors. And um, a, a lot of it's going to be, you know, packaging and, and I'm connecting with a lot of local businesses to distribute to and stuff like that. So it's not, it's not going to be like this super crazy party area. Yeah, um, right. So I noticed you're wearing a polyculture shirt. I am. And they have uh, a, yes. They have a very much uh, similar. Same. Very, similar. very yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, have you reached out to them and talked with them? So Chris was actually the first person I talked to about yeah. brewing on prop on on, on your own yeah, prop, yeah, yeah. property. So and he was awesome. He uh, kind of steered me in the right direction for people to talk to and stuff like that. Um, so we actually had gone up there with some family friends, and me and my wife were talking like this is what we want to do. Like, this is like nice little intimate setting. It's not crazy, loud, blaring music, like relaxed place where you can have conversation and, and really talk about the beer, enjoy the beer and just have fun. You didn't take their advice on the 12 ounce cans. I say though. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have really big cans. They, 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 have, yeah, they, they, have, yeah. they have some big cans. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Yeah. But that was no knock against that. Yeah, it was no, just, no, 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 no. I love of their course. beer. Yeah, 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 their beer is delicious. <laughs> I, uh, I forget the name of, uh, Cinder Studies, I think it was. It was a ale with uh, staghorn sumac. It was what? phenomenal. Yes. Very cool That's flavors. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, the name Great Blue. Yes. How was that name not taken? And how do you have it? Yeah, well, <laughs> in, in New Hampshire, you can't open a brewery unless you start with the word great. Uh, that seems oh, like that. Yeah. that makes great. sense. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. I, I I went online and I, I searched for it and it's just. It's Nobody there. took it. Wow. So, you know, there was a uh, blue heron brewing in New Mexico or something like that. And I'm like, damn it. Are there even herrings <laughs> in New Mexico? I was about to say, is that even a thing? I, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but um, 
and yeah, it just wasn't taken. So I was like, perfect. So is that I one of your first ones you, you looked for? Or? That was the first one I looked wow. for. Yep. Yep. It wow. Was. Congrats. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's not, uh, not easy to do, I guess. No, but, no. What's the backstory behind that? So, uh, we used to live on a small lake in Salem, New Hampshire. And, um, that's where I brewed. I brewed out on our back porch overlooking the lake. Um, I would start super early in the morning and there was always a blue heron that would fly in and land literally on the shore, like right across from the house and just hang out there for hours while I was brewing. So just kind of like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just kind of like every time I brewed, he was there. So I'm like, Oh, Hey buddy. (laughs) So just, just, just seemed fitting for, for what I was doing. So definitely. I love it. And I love the artwork and how it's. It's all bird themed, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's definitely got yeah. a theme and it makes sense. And it's, it's awesome. I have to applaud you. I think a lot of breweries don't put what the beer is on the can directly. <laughs> so I know that it's a, I, I know that that's it's a. very clear. This yeah. is a sour. That is a tart saison. A passion berry sour. It's yeah. a milk yeah. stout. Chocolate. Milk oh, I'm sorry. Stout. You're right. I know. I know. I was abbreviating. <laughs> Yeah, except for that one. There's a silver can over there. Yeah. You really didn't do a great job on that one. Yeah, the label's not ready for that one yet. <laughs> Mystery beer. That's the aluminum can. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. ooh. Oh. <laughs> I like that. That's my beer. favorite bird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Birds aren't real people. Look it up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I also have to say, being such a new, not even really open brewery, you really have the full plan here. I mean, everything's already done you got the theme you have this beautiful can art um yeah it's it's uh i guess what i've been planning doing this for (laughs) you know i just recently started the the actual process but i've been planning on opening my own place for three out of the five years that i've been brewing so uh, i've done a lot of research (laughs) um my buddy Kevin does all the the can art for me. He does kudos like, to Kevin. He he does a great job. Yeah. Um, Seriously. He designed the the actual logo. Um, everything that all the artwork. So, um, he's been awesome with all that stuff. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> gotta have a Kevin in your life. Can you yeah. talk about the first time you saw your product in a can? Uh, I just wanted to open the can right away and drink <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> like this is so cool. Yeah. Like. Um, it's like hearing your song on the radio. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, the local licks on WHEB or something right. like that. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I, so I put it in cans. I got, you know, my October can seamer. I'm like, I'm going to start yes. canning this stuff. Um, Kevin designed the first label, which was uh goldfinch, which is my mm-hmm. new England IPA. I slapped a couple labels on and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you can just pour that out of the keg and no. put the can next no, to it. No, no, no you no, got to no. open the can. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was, it was, it's kind of cool. And whenever he, he designs another label and, and I get the label sent to me and, you know, they always come out amazing and yeah. it's just really cool. Like having, having that. Um, kind of helps drive you, right? Yeah, for We're sure. The thick for of sure. it as you are right now. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, but it, my cans look really cool. <laughs> it's all. It also. Uh, it's been huge with getting the name out there too. You know, yeah. when you post stuff on social media, like people start to see like the goldfinch, the purple yeah. finch, yeah, and I they're like, people oh. definitely are starting to recognize your beer already, which is pretty huge. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, that's how vitamin I, C started, right? Like, yeah, they were just posting shit online. And yeah. They, they, they had more of a following before they even had beer in cans, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely, um, 
it's it's huge like having having something that looks professional and um i'm not i'm not officially open yet but people recognize it so yeah. and you don't um distribute or sell any of your beer yet no 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 yeah. no yeah. no no licensing yet so i i do like limited samples yeah so yeah um but uh Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in order to make this dream a reality, you are part of MainVest. Yes. Right? And that's like a GoFundMe, but it's it, you actually get but more of it. Right? It's yeah. revenue sharing, yeah. essentially. Um, we are definitely going to get into that. Um, and I want to know, how do you get a brand that's not established and get people to care about that brand? But before we do that, oh, we have right. a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers! At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BREWROOTS for 10% off your online order today. Shirts on Tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers. Each month, Shirts on Tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design. We've been teamed up with Shirts on Tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners. To get your first shirt for $5 off, go to the link in our description below and use the promo code. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. All right. So, Chris, I'm, I'm curious, you know, we have a brand that not a lot of people know about, and it's hard to make people care about something that isn't physical, right, in their hands. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think we struggle with that a little bit to a certain degree as well, because it's like you're selling something and, and trying to get people to support, but you don't have a tangible item right now. You have a concept, for lack of a better term. Right. How did you get people to care? <sighs> That's a good question. Um I mean, you're very handsome. I get it. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to state the obvious. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I did it for you. <laughs> um, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't know. I think, um, you know, social media was a, a big, big part of it for me. Um, just posting in, in like different groups, um, craft beer mafia and stuff like that. I, you know, would post pictures and people would be like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's the beer I brewed. It's my beer. <laughs> yeah. And then just getting um, some samples out to some of those people in the groups and then people started talking about it, you know, taking pictures of the beer when they would get it. And it just kind of built off of that. Um, and I like to think I'm a personable guy. Yeah. So when people come for samples, you know, I'm friendly. I talk to them, um, kind of give them the rundown about what my plans are and everything and just be open with them and be friendly and yeah you know it's seemed to pay pay off at this point so so far so good 
So yeah. at the time of this recording, which today is... The 11th. The 11th. Thank you. You're welcome. Of January. Yes. 2022. Indeed. We just went through a crazy shitty last year, so this is going to be a good year. Um, you've already hit your goal. You have 17 days remaining. For your on, main vest. For your main vest. Yes. Yes. Did you did you even expect that? <laughs> did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, honestly, um, from you know the first few investments, I was like, oh, this is never gonna happen. Like, yeah. I remember like, talking to you a couple of weeks ago when we we're starting. Like, <laughs> we should we should do an episode for you and help you get there. You're I'm like, like, I'm like, I don't know when I get there, so that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was just it was crazy. Like, it just um, you know, I have a lot of really supportive friends and family that kind of threw in in the beginning to kind of get the momentum going. And then after that, it just kind of started snowballing, started snowballing. And yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, the, the goal, you know, was surpassed this past Saturday, um, which I'm, I think I'm almost, I'm over $10,000 over that goal right now. So, um, there's still, like you said, 17 days left. So it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. It's gonna, it's gonna help a lot in terms of, um, helping me with financing the the equipment and stuff like that so so it's not cheap to open a brewery nope no can you actually explain to me what the main vest is compared to just a gofundme yeah so it's it's basically revenue sharing so essentially it's kind of like investing you know you you put in you know i think it's a minimum investment of a hundred dollars and uh there's like a um, timeline where the first fifty thousand that you invest uh, you, the investors would get 1.8 times or 180% their return w- over a period of time. So, you know, you're, it's not really a donation cause you're going to be getting that money back plus a little bit extra. Yeah. So it's, it's a really cool thing. And, um, the w- the way that it works, it, it's different than loans. You're not starting to pay that back automatically right away. Um, you kind of start paying it as you start making revenue. So it's, it's, it's a really good outlet for, Say for you, it actually works really well cause you're not opening for another year potentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, you know, you, it, you have a deadline still that you have to have it all paid off by, but, um, it works out for you because it gives you, you know, it's quarterly payments and it's set to your revenue. It's a percentage of your revenue. So it's not going to like put you, you know, in the red. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. um, you know, I've talked to a couple other breweries that used it before I, before I signed up for it and it was nothing but positive feedback. So I just gave it a go and then it's been awesome. That's, so, that is awesome. As a former home brewer, because I feel like you're professional now. <laughs> Real professional. <laughs> yeah, getting there. Um, obviously, joining a club. Did you do any competitions? Uh, that is one thing that I've never done, actually. I've judged in, co- in a competition, but I've never actually entered any beers into a competition. Yeah. Hard getting feedback, though, right, as a home brewer? Yeah. In the beginning it was, yeah. it, it was, it was, um, you know, like I said, that first beer that I brewed, I'm like, this is amazing. But yeah. like, you know, you, you bring a beer to, to a meeting and you know, people are trying it and you're getting the honest feedback and you're like, Oh shit. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing right saying, now. You're also very lucky to be in the Merrimack Homebrew Club. Yeah, seriously. They, they like, that's like the first thing they say, like, we're going to be super honest. Mm-hmm. It might hurt. It might suck, but we're going to be really honest. Not all oh, yeah. people in clubs, I think. Are that honest? So. Yeah, we did the strike max boil yeah. on Hefeweizen. I was like, tore someone's apart. I was like, I do not like this. Because <laughs> like, it's scary. Yeah. They, you know, they're brutally honest, but you need that. Helpful it's, for someone it's, like Especially you. when you're yeah. trying to, yeah. to you know, do what I'm trying to do. So, um, you know, uh, 
it's good to get honest feedback. <laughs> I don't want I don't want everybody to tell me this is the best beer I ever right. had. Ever had. And you can't improve. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, oh, maybe I'll just make the beer shittier next time. Like, <laughs> yeah. <it's, it's>, but <laughs> what a concept. Yeah. Like, so no, like, and even when I give out samples to people, I'm like, please just like let it loose. Be completely honest with me because I don't want like. I don't want people to like tell me like this beer is amazing and then just like turn around and be like this beer sucks. sucks yeah. I feel bad telling them <laughs> right. I can handle it. I need the I need the <laughs> honest feedback, you know. So, have you had to deal with Untapped yet? I don't think so. I don't know. I actually haven't even checked. <laughs> Good for you. We like that. That's <laughs> don't great. check. Who cares? Yeah, I, yeah. We haven't checked either, so no, I don't know. <laughs> um, but like, what's some of the feedback that you've gotten? Um. So. Oddly, a lot of it has been positive feedback. Yeah. Um, I have gotten some feedback where like, it was good, but it's not really my style. Uh, like this this beer here, um, you know, you you like it or you don't. Which beer is that? Just This is the uh, Tarte Saison. It's raspberry lemonade. Um, That'll be my next victim. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, Is it like a Rattler maybe? Is it too like sweet and sour or something? Um, I don't, so I've, I've heard things like it's... Uh, got a very floral taste i've heard things like um that's pretty much it's floral there's a weird aftertaste that i haven't gotten before out of a beer like this interesting you know it's it's definitely an acquired taste that one um i enjoy it uh the the first time that i brewed it i didn't brew it as a tart saison i just brewed it as a regular saison and then aged it on raspberries yeah um but i wanted to give it a little bit different kick to it so i i uh First added Philly sour to it for a day okay. to kind of cool. tart it up a little bit and then pitch the bell saison once that started ramping up to kind of kill off that yeast and give it that little saison earthiness to the back end. Yeah. So. Well, for all the uh, OG Brews listeners, we're going to do a little cracky poo. Ooh. <laughs> then a little tasty poo. Oh, that was oh, nice. That, that was real nice. Real nice. Got all over my computer. It did. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you, how are you sourcing your ingredients as like a uh, beer and wine hobby? Oh, really? I'm not going to use that. I do. Sponsor bump done. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, I do get hops and stuff from them when I'm in that area, but there's also uh, Jasper's in Nashua yeah. where I get stuff from as well. Um, I get stuff from them more frequently because they're a lot closer than, yeah. than Danvers to me, obviously. Yep. Um, but I work in Bedford, Mass. So on my way home, if I need something, I'll swing into beer and wine hobby. Nice. So, um, I don't know. That's it's interesting. So, like, you're still treating it as a home brew, a home brew, right? Yeah. But, um, well, what are you brewing on? I guess. Yeah, What's, I guess. Yeah. What size are you on right now? Five gallons. Well, okay, I, I brew. Five, I brew five gallon batches. <laughs> I have. I have a ten gallon brew kettle now. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing crazy. To Blickman. Blickman ten gallon brew kettle. Uh, ten gallon SS uh, mash done. And what are you trying to buy? Uh, so actually, so I am aiming for a three barrel system from Brewhouse Solutions out of Henniker. Uh, there, there's a lot of local. Oh, so their old here. system. Yeah. What is it? Is it their old system then? No, no. Brewhouse oh, Solutions. No, Brewhouse, Brewhouse, Brewhouse Solutions oh, is uh, in Henniker. It's in Henniker. I'm it's, yeah. of Henniker it's not Henniker's brewing. old I'm system. Sorry. <laughs> no, but uh, so the um, the brewer from Henniker, Devin, he also owns oh, Wild Bloom. Yeah, oh, yeah, Wild yeah. Bloom. So he has the same system that I'm kind of going for so cool. 
Um, Which is in Henniker. Right. Yes. It's, it's in Henniker, Henniker's Brewing. But it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, yes. like, yeah. There's just There's a, so lot of, a lot of stuff going on right now. <laughs> um, three barrels. I'm always curious. A lot of breweries, they start very small, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then they regret it. And then they're like, oh, I regret it. <laughs> How can you? It, it, all right. I know. I understand that. For uh, you? For you. I think it'll be fine. You but, can't um, fit anything bigger in the bond. Exactly. In the bond. But um, what what made you go to three barrels? Recommendations. Recommendations. Cool. Yeah. It's yep. bigger than five gallons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's bigger. Yeah, it's bigger than five gallons, Erica. Very good. I know, man. Uh, so what's what's next? Like, where are you right now? So still working on funding for obvious for the equipment and all that stuff. Um, I am in the middle of my second application with the town. I'm approved by the zoning board uh, for like the zoning has been approved for the brewery. I just have to go through the planning board now, um, which is a crazy application. A lot of different things that I got to make sure that I have handled or not. Um, It's a big, big, long checklist. Do you have to have a lawyer with all that stuff or are you doing it? I'm doing it. Doing it all on my own right now. Cool. So, cool, um, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, but it's going to be worth it in the long run for sure. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at there. Once that's all settled, um, I expect that to go through since the planning boards who have been working with since day one on this and they've been super supportive. Um, and then once that goes through, Funding's all set for the equipment and the build out and all that stuff. Order the equipment and then start applying for federal license, TTB. TTB. Ah, yep. uh, the TTB. Yep. And that's what could be the, the longest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have heard though, uh, with everything being, you can do everything online now. Oh. So it's not, you don't have to like mail nice. in all this stuff. So as long, as long as you have everything lined up, it's taking, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Optimistic over in Springfield, New Hampshire. Yep. But um, they told me it took about four months for them to get their TTB approved. Jeez, that's better Not than like terrible. 18 months, which I've yeah. heard in the yeah. past. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I just got to make sure that I have everything lined up um, as as it needs to be when I when I do that application. And then after that, it's state licensing. So there's still, there's still a ways to there's go. so many things to get. So, yeah. January 2022 is where we're at. Yep. What's the goal? Uh, spring of 2023. Okay. Cool. We won't hold you to that. Yeah, it you know. probably won't be, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> there's also long lead times on equipment. Yeah. Stuff I was going like to say, so, right? um, you know, it, yeah. it, it's, Might it's all up in the air right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, do you think you'll ever turn, let's say you, it's 2024, right? And you're still going through all this, right? Do you think you'll turn to another brewery to contract your stuff through if i can get licensing before then yes no yeah it, because i have to start paying people back at some point right Correct. So, right um but you yeah you have if, i guess all the artwork and everything else is ready to go right right yeah, so easy transition it's uh yeah if, if if it comes down to it you know you don't need to have the equipment to get your licensing mm-hmm. you just need to have a purchase and sales Correct. so once that's squared away i could theoretically you know, start going through my state license, do some contract brewing if I need to. So very cool. Very cool. So you already have your business plan. Yes. Right. What goes into making that? <laughs> you just like search on Google. How do I make a business plan? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I work in retail and I have a lot of people that have 
gone through, you know, things like that with making business plans and whatnot. So I got some advice from, from, from those resources. Um, obviously did some research on online and stuff like that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, and spent a ridiculous amount of time typing um, <laughs> and doing, so much you know, time. you know, looking at numbers, you know, being a part of the Brewers Association, you know, you have access to statistics and things like that. So that's a big okay. part of writing the business plan is making sure that you have your, you know, the numbers all in line and things like that and your projections. And I would say, is it difficult to know that when? Yep. I was going to say, you're not even selling anything. <laughs> it is very difficult to know that. But, um, you know, I, I also uh, was working at uh, Rockingham Brewing for a while in Derry. Yep. And, right. you know, uh, Rob and Allie were a great resource for me through that stuff as well. So um, it's, it's you know, just knowing all these resources is uh, – or having all those resources is the easiest way to kind of get that stuff done. So – Cool. Well, we're going to dive into that a bit more. We are, because I'm very curious. Not that I not that I have, like, any aspirations to open a brewery, but... but it's, you know, good to know these things. That TikTok generator did say that I was going to open a business. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> so, we'll find out more on the other side of this message Stay from our tuned. sponsor. Take it away, Cheers. <laughs> are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. So Ryan's given us an English Master. lesson in the uh, wow in the uh, the dropping of the Oz or the slurring of the Rs. Yeah, Erica <laughs> said slur the Oz, and I'm like, how the fuck do you slur Oz? <laughs> it's hard. You can't. Yeah. It's not a thing. Yeah. It's just phlegm. All right, for everyone who's still here and didn't plus thirty, <laughs> we're back. Welcome we're back. Yeah. to the nonsense. And uh, yeah, I'm curious, oh, Erica. You were leading in with like the business plan and like how. How terrible is it to write a business plan? It's awful. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's a uh, it's a lot of work. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of research and it's a lot of typing and it's a lot of staring at a computer screen. And how long did uh, it take you? Days, weeks, uh, hours, no. hours? <laughs> no, I, I I think I probably worked on it for several weeks. Yeah, wow. Until yeah. it was like perfect. Close. Yeah, and it's it sounds know, it's, like a master's thesis. It's still it's still not done, you know. Business plans yeah. like evolve as it's you a living kind of exactly yeah. well, because pe people change and just the, mar Google. the market changes, right? Yeah. So you have exactly. to adapt, and you also have to adapt for people to give you money. Exactly. Right. You kind of have to play the game a little <laughs> bit. Right. You're such an entrepreneur. But well put. Well yeah. put. Yeah. Well said. Indeed. Big brain. Um. <laughs> 
Are you going to try to do like any collaboration beers to kind of get your name out as well? I'd like to. Yeah. I'd like to. Yeah. Anyone um, in particular I'd like to? I mean, I would, I would love to work with, with Rockingham. You okay. know, they, they were, uh, awesome for me. Um, you know, when you're not in the industry and you want to get into the industry, it's really difficult to get into a brewery if you don't have that experience. And, you know, Robin Alley kind of gave me that chance. Um, so that was, that was a, a big thing for me. Um, you know, I, I would collaborate with any of the breweries around here for okay. sure. Like they're, you know, everybody that, that I have met and I've talked to has been, has been awesome. So, and there's so much great beer around here. Yeah. So let's talk about Rockingham. Did you go into it with the idea of learning what you could because you knew you wanted to start a new brewery? Not exactly. <laughs> so, so I thought I wanted to start my own brewery, um, but I didn't want to just jump into it. I wanted to get into the industry and actually, you know, be immersed in yeah. in the, you know, what you do at a brewery. Because I didn't want to just like, I'm going to open a brewery and then open oh and be like, God. oh, this sucks. <laughs> this is terrible. So, yeah. you know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, if I was going to do this, it was something that I'm actually going to enjoy doing. And turns out it is. So Good, good. <laughs> you were, and, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I was say, so what did you do there? You were just uh, I, I, packaging? You know, I was, I was part-time seller, seller worker. Okay, um, cool. I did packaging. I did a lot of cleaning, um, dry hopping, you know, um, Nice. canning line stuff like that there's a lot of things that no one really wants to do but it's good to know that's, how to yeah, do because that's yeah, yeah. they're gonna yeah. be doing <laughs> so like if you like that then you're gonna like everything exactly else. yeah exactly except for the part of owning a business which is the tough part yeah right for sure you have for to, sure you have to do that work-life balance right yep. How do you plan on doing that whole work-life balance, especially when you live a, uh, I don't know, five-second walk from the top <laughs> room, right? Well, when I'm when I'm not brewing, I'm talking about beer, mm-hmm. so I'm, that's kind of my work-life balance, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it's much better than the work-life balance that I have working retails. Yeah, uh, much <laughs> less, true. less yeah. drive. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, there's just like we, we've interviewed people where they were glad that they lived actually far away because mm-hmm. then they can't they can go to the ta- or go to the brew house. Right. And check. Oh, did I do this thing? Yeah. Right. Or mm, you know what? I want to taste that one more time. I'm going to go to the brew house. <laughs> you know, they're constantly leaving home. Or is yep. it like call working? Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. all those little things that you know, maybe someone else in the household might not appreciate, right? It, it is, I think, important to have that work-life balance. Yeah, for sure. And find that. For um, sure. I haven't found it. No. No. Um, you live in the fish market. I do. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> See, I started my R there. Yeah, I like that. That's Thank not... You. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> We're back there. Okay. <laughs> so what's what's your hope for this year? Uh, for this year, my hopes are to be able to get everything funded, um, and get all my applications approved. Yeah. Fabulous. So. Are you planning on, I mean, if you get the equipment before you open officially, are you planning on selling anything to retail before you're open or? It's, it's definitely a possibility. Mm-hmm. It would probably help in the long run in terms of, you know starting to pay people back a little bit yeah. sooner than, mm-hmm. than yeah. anticipated. Um, 
plus uh, giving away free beer gets expensive too. So yeah, does yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can test out the equipment too and yeah. adapt Fine anything, exactly. figure out your workflow sure. yep. and how to better position everything. Exactly. Yeah. Have you tested any of these recipes on a larger scale yet? I have not. Interesting. No. So look at that. That'll We're be fun too. Learning, learning yeah. all every so day. many yeah. things. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna be a lot of little little bit of a learning curve for sure. Yeah. So. I think this is one of those episodes where knowing we need to do an episode with you next year at this time. Oh, definitely. That'd be sweet. Um, yeah. Because. Part two. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot that we can't ask at this point, right? Because we don't know. And, uh, you know, we want people to invest right now if they can. Um, so we're going to have the link for it below in our doobly-doo. And we're going to also put that in our link tree in our bio so you can easy for us to. Instead of clicking a million things, just go to our Instagram. That's like the Definitely. central place to do it. Um, but, you know, if, what's your like, it's your $2 pitch to people, you know, like how, do, how let's get people to invest. Uh, I think the, the biggest thing is, is investing in local, investing in community. Um, that's, that's a big part of, of opening up here is, you know, like you were saying earlier, um, this is an untapped community. This is, this is a place where, uh, you know, the people in this town could benefit from something like this. So I think it's, it's not just about, you know, opening a brewery. It's about, you know, supporting the local community as well. Right. Um, and that's kind of a big thing that we're, that we're all about here. So I think that, you know, you're not just investing in us, you're investing in the community, the community. Yeah. So, and from what we've heard, the community has been embracing. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Which is huge. Yep. Yeah. So, I can't imagine yeah. not wanting to have a brewery in your community. Right? It's like, Come it's not so silly at this point. So we didn't, so we had our public hearing for the zoning um, permits and, and whatnot. And, you know, obviously the public could come to that. And uh, there was no one, nobody showed up to oppose. And we had, we did have some people there wow. to support. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was nice to, to see that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, Love it's it. a great, it's a great spot. Um, you know, like there's breweries all around, but they're, you know, far enough away where it's, you know, we need, we need to draw people into this area. Right. Listen, it's so funny when you say like far enough away and then you're like in Oklahoma or in your Texas. Right? It's three hours. It's like, we are very lucky. It's yes. so crazy. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so a completely it's, different yeah. mentality yeah. here. Pe- people wouldn't expect to drive through Bosquin and, and get a brewery, have a brewery. Right. So, let alone there's, right. Yeah. Um, Random question. Yeah. What are you planning on doing, um, like, physically? Like, are you changing your layout at all? I mean, your driveway is pretty small. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, thinking the same thing. Right, I'm like, where are all these there. motherfuckers going to park? All right. Parking garage, right? No, yeah. yeah. So we're going to, we're going to, no. Um, so we, the, the way that the zoning works is um, you need one parking spot per 100 square feet of the building so the building is 625 square feet so we're only technically supposed to have six spots which that sounds good it looks small it looks it looks small because of the snow it's Uh, do you have six spots we yes we do wow uh so actually actually in front in front of the house uh there's a stone wall and there's enough space from that stone wall to the road to park a car perpendicular to the stone wall. Okay. okay. So people pr- are gonna probably fit three or four cars there. 
People have so. to learn how to parallel park. All right, yep. all right. Yep. They might so. know how to do that here. Yeah, so. <laughs> Obviously, we're not going to want people parking on, the on, street. on my neighbor's yeah. lawn yeah. and stuff right. like that. Right. So, right. Um, but yeah, you know, it's that's definitely going to be something that we have to yeah. that we are figuring out. With, so that was like, a three. I, I want to know where the other three spots are. They're right here, right in front of the barn. Really? Uh, in the barn. Right in no, the, the barn. barn. <laughs> so, so the beer garden is actually going to be out behind the barn. Oh. You, you, oh, so okay. what you guys didn't see when, when you drove in here is, you know, the yard actually goes back and behind the barn. Yeah. So there's gotcha. uh, that's where yeah. the beer garden will be. So the parking will be, you know, here and we could do some some parallel that's going cool. down nice. the driveway as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then three or four spots in the front. Yeah. So. So now what happens if you're super successful and you're really busy and 10 cars show up, you know, like 20, right? 30. Yeah. <laughs> potentially. Oh, no, we mean, might, no. we might have to explore something like reservation only for a little yeah. bit or something yeah. like that. Um, and then eventually, you know, look into a second location, yep. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's, I mean, that's the ultimate goal is to, to get that popular, you okay. know? So, um, you so know. ideally at, at some point you would like to have maybe your own spot somewhere in a, in a larger location. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think down the road for sure, especially if, yeah. it, you know, we're in the middle of nowhere here, so you don't really know how, <laughs> how much it's going to blow up. But, right, but if right. it, if it gets to a point where, you know, we can't sustain. You're all on Hill Farms. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, you know, then that's definitely going to be something that we're going to have to consider. Yeah. So. Cool. What advice do you have that's to somebody who's, not in your position right now, but just before where you are. Um, well, it can't I can't be, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I wouldn't say that to anybody. I think, I think though, especially if, if it's something that they're passionate about, like don't give up on it. Yeah. Uh, definitely just keep pushing forward. It's, there's a lot of frustrations and a lot of stress involved. Um, but you know, when you see the big picture and you look forward, it's like, this is actually happening. It's awesome. You know, like two years ago when we talked about this brewery three years ago, you know, I honestly like, I'm like, yeah, I want to do it, but I didn't think that it would get to the point that we're at right now. That you're actually doing it. Right. <laughs> um, but for somebody that's, you know, prior to the stages that I'm in, I think the most important thing if they can do is try to get into a brewery to work at a brewery to make sure it's something that you want to do. Yeah. Um, because you don't realize how much stuff is involved in, in running a brewery day to day. Um, and that's, you know, yeah. crucial. Yeah. 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 Like we said, we certainly glamorize it a lot. We do. Yeah. And it's honestly a very dirty, physical, tough job. Yeah. yeah. Running a brewery. Do yeah. your research. That's, that's you yeah. know, the biggest thing. I think that's a big advice for a lot of industry. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, especially this one. All right, so we want people to follow you on social media and get and stay up to date with all the stuff that's going on for you. Uh, where are you located on social media? Uh, so we're on Facebook. Uh, it's at Great Blue Brewing Co., I believe. <laughs> we'll have a link for it. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we're on Instagram as well at Great, Great Blue Brewing Co. Um, we do have a Twitter that yeah, I we never, don't use. That, that don't I worry. never use. <laughs> yeah, we so. don't use ours either. Uh, but social media is the biggest, the the easiest way to, way to get through to us. Yeah. Very cool. So. 
Well, thank you, Chris, for doing this today. Thank you for for coming up and. It's not that far. You've like for like. Honestly, it was not. <laughs> it was that a nice bad. drive. It was yeah. a nice hour. It's a beautiful location here, honestly. Yeah. So it was really pretty. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'd Come buy back. a vacation home here. Right. <laughs> I'd buy a house here. Yeah, Let's really all good. chip in. Sounds good. Brood's vacation home. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be a vacation hanging out with you guys. <laughs> Yikes. Well, <laughs> cheers, everyone. Cheers. 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 cheers.